It's time for the Chewing the Fat podcast with Rex and Paul. That's Rex Nelson, who's senior editor and columnist for the Arkansas Democrat Gazette and who writes the food blog Southern Fried, and Paul Austin, who is the former executive director of the Arkansas Humanities Council, talking about Arkansas food, festivals, and folks. Time for another edition of Chewing the Fat with Rex and Paul. I'm Rex. Well, it turns out I'm Paul, Rex. Did you have good holidays? You have deserted the civilized (laughs) influences of central Arkansas and have moved up to the great white north, I understand. Northwest, and you'll notice I have cowboy boots on. I think I'm going to start going completely western. Shirts, the hats, cowboy hats. Maybe ride a horse. But you'll soon be saying you guys instead of y'all. You know, the you've gone guys. so far north, use all the guys. way to Fayetteville. <laughs> I told you I was at Sassy's Red House, which is a great barbecue joint. Yeah. And they've got TV screens for everything. And so they had their Razorback basketball. They had an NFL game. And the other two screens were Kansas basketball and Tulsa basketball. <laughs> You're gone, I'm Where telling am you. I? <laughs> you are gone. And Rex, you know, sometimes, I know this is going to be hard to believe, and it's sacrilegious, sometimes they don't carry your column. I know. In the paper. Very upsetting, too. Very upsetting. Yeah. That that edition does not carry all three columns every week. I thought I'd call somebody. You may have to help me. To say who to call to let people know up there that there's other parts of Arkansas. <laughs> other parts of the state, yeah. Besides those two or three counties. Yeah, I think that column would be educational if they would run all three of them every I week. Mean, Arkansas is not that big. Cover Sloan Hendricks really basketball not. for crying it's out loud. It's really not. But it's good to have you back in the capital city. Arkansas Food Hall of Fame work brings you to town. Yes, we had a had. A, this is our third year. Third for year the Food of Hall it. of Fame. I thought we'd talk a little bit about this morning. Uh, some of our finalists uh, that are being honored in 2019 now that we've reached a new year. You know, we we do restaurants every year, and uh, 10 finalists are all, of course, we're going to say they're very deserving because we're on the selection course, committee, uh, by golly. Yeah. Very but, tough decision. Not, not an unbiased opinion, but it is tough. But let's start with speaking of Northwest Arkansas. Uh, our first one was the AQ Chicken House of Springdale. There's only one left. You know, there used yeah. to be AQs. I remember one in Russellville when I was a kid. We'd go see Washtenaw, Arkansas yeah. Tech games. Went to Washtenaw, by the way. In oh, case really? You didn't no know. kidding. Yeah. I'll be there. Yeah. We would go see Washtenaw, Arkansas Tech games and eat at that one. Of course, the one in Fayetteville closed just a few years ago right. on College right. Avenue. But this is the, the original. The old one. The last remaining, and long may it live, since 19. 19- 47. It's no a kidding. true Arkansas classic, yeah. the AQ. You know, there are not a lot of restaurants out there. People are always surprised at this that serve fried chicken. Mm-mm. And that Mm-mm. particularly specialize. Good fried chicken. Good, that's exactly fried right. up on order. Yeah. Not very many at all. You know, in when I first started at ASU in 1969, um, I got a job as the fry cook at Luby's. Remember Luby's? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they had a giant pressure cooker full of hot grease that they'd dip that chicken in. Yeah. And it was okay, but it wasn't AQ. Well, you know, speaking of cafeterias, the fried chicken is still good at Frankie's in Little Rock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I think, just like I think the best, even though you can get good barbecue in all parts of Arkansas, the best tends to be the Delta. I do have to give credit. My favorite fried chicken is Northwest Arkansas, so you're there. My favorite three places, all classics, are AQ and Springdale, 
Montney. Montney, yes. Uh, which is all you can eat. You just yeah. call in advance, and it's family Fam- style. Family style, right. Start bringing platters of chicken, beans, potatoes. Uh, oh, just wonderful. So Montney, and then, of course, uh, one that's already in the Hall of Fame, and that being the Venetian Inn, because there you get the spaghetti and fried chicken And the fried chicken, that's out right. Out of Tawnytown. We've, uh, I was hoping they'd actually put this on the menu. You know, we've renamed that order that you make for the fried chicken. You can either get a half plate or the full plate. We call that the half Nelson <laughs> or the full Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to tell you, I had to had to be not too long ago uh, a meeting in uh, Siloam Springs, and I came back through there and stopped uh, at Venetian, and I had the full Nelson for lunch. Oh <laughs> I thought, God. if I'm going to be here, I'm going to go all out. And then you, had to stay awake driving all the way back from, to Little Rock that afternoon. One of the things I'm looking forward to uh, being there is I've never gone to the Tawny Town Grape Festival. I want you in the grape stomping contest. <laughs> and we want to see video of it. Do I have to wear my boots? I don't want to ruin I my boots. I think you do it barefoot, oh, don't fantastic. you? fantastic, yeah. Your feet will be purple for weeks. Little Destin X and have at it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So AQ, that's one. And then let's go down to South Arkansas. One of my favorite named restaurants in the state It was, of course, the Fordyce in Fordyce. Fordyce. The Fordyce spelled, though, the number four, D-I-C-E, right. and the sign's yeah. got some rolling dice on it. Yeah. But uh, been around since 1967, and it's infamous because you remember, that was back when the Ro- where the Rolling Stones got arrested yes. at the Fordyce restaurant yeah, in Fordyce. That's, right. that's exactly <laughs> right. passing through. Exactly right. Uh, and there, what was the deal? Their lawyer was, was in Arkansas? Uh-huh. uh-huh. From Arkansas. Carter. Yeah. 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 Was their lawyer forever. Uh, read, read his book, Get Carter, which is very, very well. Bill Carter, uh, who was an Arkansan. But uh, yeah, the Fordyce is a classic already. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you might or might not remember, and it got some national publicity uh, at the time, of course, just misdemeanors, but still, you could do it on the books. Uh, uh, Mike Huckabee pardoned him when he was governor years later. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Being a Rolling Stones lover, so they they're 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 not uh, scoff laws in Arkansas. No, no, anymore. no, no. Praise the Lord, I would yeah. say. <laughs> well, the Fordyce, the Fordyce in Fordyce, and that is an interesting town too. Really is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the things, uh, and they will always correct you down there. Of course, Fordyce, and that is where he went to school. He played for the Fordyce Redbugs, but Fordyce will tend to claim both Bear Bryant and Johnny Cash. Fordyce, though, is in Dallas County. Bryant and Cash were actually raised in Cleveland County across the line. So, oh, is that yeah, right? Cleveland County Kingsland folks is will, in. Yeah, Kingsland for Cash and the Morrow Bottom for Coach Bryant. And so they will quickly correct you that it was well, not in Dallas County and not in Fordyce. In my where opinion. Where Johnny Cash and Bear Bryant were from. Certainly not in Arkansas. I'm not sure anywhere else in America. Did you have a small town that you know, families kind of the two greatest football coaches ever? Yeah, Bear Bryant and of course Houston Nutt. His family, they all from Rising. Uh, from I thought you were going to say Larry Lacewell. And Larry Lacewell, <laughs> so three, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, Lacewell tells that tells that great story. Uh, he, his dad and Coach Bryant played high school football together at Fordyce, and and Lacewell tells that great story when he was at Arkansas State. And uh, they scheduled Alabama. Uh, Coach Bryant basically did it as a favor, you know, and uh, huge payoff. I guess you could use the money. But 
Coach Bryant would always, you've seen the old pitchers lean against that goalpost during warm-ups, and everybody would take his pitcher, so he's leaning out there, and uh, Larry runs up there. Of course, Larry's a short guy, and Coach Bryant was, what, 6'4", 6'5", big huge. And uh, said, they don't say anything at first. Said, then Coach Bryant leans over and hugs him and says, uh, whispers in his ear and said, uh, Larry, said, you're scared, aren't you? He said, well, Coach, yes, sir, I am. And said, Coach Bryant looks down at him and says, hell, you ought to be. <laughs> <laughs> and Alabama went on and blew him out. Blew him out. He, yeah, yeah, even though he was an old family friend. Yeah. Larry Lacewell, who – I think he said this at the Touchdown Club years, several years ago. He said, I am and will always be the winningest coach in Arkansas State Indian history. Because, mm-hmm. of course, they're, they're not, not the Indians No longer anymore. the Indians, yeah. yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Our thoughts for Coach Lace, well, he had a, um, had a bad stroke a few years ago, but yeah. he's hanging in there, I understand. Yeah. He, he lives in Oklahoma now. Yeah, there, right? yeah. yeah. but four-dice four guy, four-dice guy, Larry Laceful and the Four Dice Restaurant. Uh, now, let's let's keep moving on on our restaurants list. Uh, Bruno's here in Little Rock, one of my favorites. Been in several locations, Classic, but yeah. it's been around since 1949. Went away for a few years, and you don't realize how much you miss a place yeah. till it went away and then came back on Main Street. In was Little the original Rock. on Roosevelt, or where was the yeah, original? Yeah, I believe that's right. I yeah. believe that's right. Yeah, yeah, out near uh, the State Fair. Right, right. But, uh, you know, I uh, uh, then you know I remember when it was out off of Rodney Parham when uh, Melissa and I uh, moved back here from Washington D.C. in '89, and we quickly became fans of Bruno's. We would alternate, and the villa, which went away unfortunately and has not come back, not come and back. I wish yeah. it would. Thought that we were going to, but that evidently yeah. fell through. Love the villa. Yeah, yeah. My wife Jan, when she was a student at UALR. Uh, was the hostess at the villa. When it was down there on South University? Yeah. 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 That was always the hardest place to find a parking Terrible place, parking though. place, yeah. And they had, uh, they had the, the quote-unquote newsstand, which I think was more dirty bookstore than newsstand. But, and uh, bookies. Uh, and uh, bookies. Yeah, yeah, next door. But I would go in there, because as you know, I'm a newspaper junkie. Everybody else was back in the, you know, adults only section and i'd go in there to actually buy out of town newspapers and buy racing forms if i was going to the races so we'd go eat and i'd walk in there and melissa would say people you know are going to see you coming out of there (laughs) (laughs) and they're not going to believe you when you're actually buying newspapers but you know me paul i was absolutely i used to stop at the one there at uh uh they're on 12th, Canis and 12th or yeah. whatever. There used to be a newsstand there. And then there. we had the News Mart on Main Street in downtown. Well, the one on Canis too, was right? I could get the daily racing form. Yeah. And Jan would say, in and out quick. I do not <laughs> want to see somebody to see you going so into you that going place. going in that place. They're going to think it's for another reason. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm not sure how we got from Bruno's to Dirty Bruno's. I don't know either. Anyway, Bruno's. We tend to digress. <laughs> Bruno's still family operated. Been around since 1949. Now, now are they on Main? Uh, yeah, Main yeah, Street, Main part Street. of the Main Street yeah. Renaissance well, in dude. Little Rock. All right, I'm going. I'll stick with the B's here, kind of in alphabetical order. Burgess, the original, of mm. course, down in Louisville, mm. and then of course the one in Little Rock. But Alden Burge started doing turkey, smoking them in his backyard, and people would buy them from him for Christmas or for Thanksgiving, and then they started serving. On football game nights, people come by before they went to the Louisville football game by, so they bought a little dairy bar there, and then from the 1950s on, just turned into a 
classic place, and we've told classic. the story on previous podcasts, but have to again. Uh, <laughs> Paul Burgess is probably where you went over the top on eating too much one day. Uh, that, it's that, the day of the Emerson oh, yeah. Purple All Pea Festival That's, and World Championship right. Motorized that sort of That was the one that sort of set the stage. We had started with breakfast at Keeney's in Malvern, which we'll talk about in a minute. We, yeah, right, right, right. So we'd had a big, big breakfast. Big breakfast. Biscuits, gravy, sausage. And then, of course, came the Purple Hall Pea Luncheon. Well, you have to have the Purple Hall Pea Lunch. You don't want to offend them. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, <sighs> then came the turkey sandwich. Because you had to go to the original Burgess. And, a and then pie. came Catfish at Docks in Garland, Arkansas. <laughs> all in the same day. Yeah. All before dark, I think. <laughs> but, and, you know, and, we and were... by Catfish time, you were... How should I put this? Going, going to the men's room on a pretty regular <laughs> basis exactly there right. at Docks? Get out of the way, please. <laughs> well, I think we were going to stop... Because we were going to supper and have catfish. Yeah. But we wanted to see birds, you know, make a stop and maybe get a... a Limeade. Limeade. Yeah, I think that's what we'd say. Well, we would, yeah. maybe we should get a fried pie. And we end up getting sandwich, get turkey, turkey sandwich, sandwich, fried pie. Smoked turkey, yeah. But Rex, I didn't want to say... Too, I was going to say something yesterday when we were announcing these. I thought, well, I don't want to act like I'm prejudiced against one or the other. But... I think the turkey sandwiches at Burgess are, I don't know what it's, maybe it's the turkey. I don't yeah. know what it is. They're, you know, they butter the, the, the oh, toast. Yeah. yeah. But their fried pies are the best in Arkansas. Oh, they're I don't wonderful. think there's any doubt about it. They're wonderful. And I, love know, I know people here in Little Rock that go to the Little Rock Burgess up in the Heights that really need to go into rehab because they are addicted to their turkey salad. It's just right? phenomenal. I missed yeah. it for Christmas. I didn't <laughs> yeah. I didn't plan and it didn't have it up there. Yeah. 2 years ago, we always do at Christmas a uh, or at Thanksgiving a a smoked turkey. In fact, uh, the uh, Alan Brummett who owns uh, Sassy's Red House smokes it for Josh. Oh wow. And we have that. Well, we got miscommunication and didn't have one. So I bought one of the shrink wrapped Smoked turkeys at birds. I thought, well, we'll, that'll have to do. It was fantastic. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. And then you take the bones and the detritus of meat that's scattered around and make a gumbo the next day. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, Burgess is just a really fantastic place. Why is it Burgess, and I'm looking at our next one on our list of finalists for restaurants in Arkansas, Arkansas Food Hall of Fame, why is it that so many on these lists are places where you and I have overdone it. Because <laughs> the next one on the list is the famous Craig's Barbecue uh, in Balls Bluff, uh, where we actually got appetizer sandwiches one day before going to Murray's and eating catfish down the road. Well, we we were we had poor timing, so we knew you know we approaching. Uh, uh, Duval's Bluff and But Murray's wasn't open yet. We needed to kill some We were going to get there early, so we thought, well, let's stop at Greg and have an appetizer. And we got <laughs> two chopped hot sandwiches and ate them, if you remember, like a tornadic storm. Ate them in your truck. In yeah, my truck. Right, right. While the rain stopped, we'd say Big park, old yeah. just barbecue <laughs> sauce all over us. Then drove to Murray's and had catfish. <laughs> And fries, yeah. and I think I don't know what else. He sent the duck out that it. night. Unbelievable, yeah. Yeah. unbelievable. But but uh, Craig's uh, belongs on Craig's the list. There's no doubt about that. Iconic had yeah. to had to be on the list. And I didn't. I was. I thought it was interesting that they put its official name. We just call yes, it. Yes, everybody calls it Craig's or Craig's <laughs> Barbecue. The official name is Craig Brothers Cafe. 
And it was started by two brothers, Wes and Lawrence Craig, back in the 1940s. And it is still in the Craig family. Yeah. Three generations They do a great job. It's just fantastic. Love that place. Yeah. It's one of these you just can't stop. What what often happened to me, I thought, well, I'm not hungry. I just had lunch or supper. But I'll stop at Craig's and get two sandwiches to go. Mm -hmm. And I'll take them home. And Jan and I can have that. I I don't make it past hazing. Oh, yeah. I'm already eating them. You you never know who you're gonna see in Craig's either. You you remember we were going over uh, uh, for the hundredth birthday party for the great lawyer David Solomon, now the yes. late David Solomon yes. of Helena. But uh, we stopped at Craig's for lunch and former Razorback star Dick Hatfield, who lives up in Fayetteville now, <laughs> right. uh, yeah. uh, and uh, is from Helena, was in there eating yes. too. You'll yes. remember he knew where to stop on the way to Helena. I have always been curious as to why I like Craig so much because there's some great barbecue there's places. There's something a little different about their sauce and yep. there's something a little different about their slaw, both. And here's the I other thing. I know they put though. apple in their slaw. I know that's one of the secrets. One of the things that I've determined is that they chop, when you get the chopped, which is what mm-hmm. I like, it is chopped really fine so that by the time it mixes with the sauce and the slaw, it's so smooth and creamy that yeah. you just can't quit eating it. Yeah, no, you can't. It's addictive. <clears throat> it's addictive, yeah. It is very addictive. I, You know, if I had to single out one barbecue, and that's hard to do with Jones and the places up in Blyville and all, but it would probably be Craig's. Yeah, that's my statement. As I said, I'm biased because my grandparents lived in Prairie County, and I grew up on it. We would yeah. go down there and pick up barbecue. Every it, time I've gone in there, they're, they're doing as much takeout business. yeah. As people sitting down, they're doing a lot of takeout. There. Yeah. All right, next on the list, Doe's Eat Place of Little Rock. Now, how ironic that you and I happen to have lunch at Doe's. Just uh, before the announcement, yes. Yeah, right before the announcement. Great You would place. think we knew who was on the list or something. <laughs> right. That's right, exactly. Well, love Doe. Great. We had the burger. Great burger. Of course, they're famous for their steaks, but yeah. their burgers. And their, their fries. Tam- and uh, the tamales. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah, I had a friend here from Oklahoma. We had a meeting, and and this may have been during the Clinton, so he'd heard about those. He said, let's go to those. I said, great, let's go. So we go in, and he said, I think I'm going to get the spaghetti. I said, Curtis, no, you're not coming to those. Get the spaghetti. I'm sure it's good. you got to get some meat. You can get the tamales or a burger or a steak. You know, as I look back, because that was kind of a show prep uh, meal, we, we had Dr. Strickland, head of the – Butler Center there with us. Why, why didn't we get steak on their massive budget uh, instead of burgers? I, that was poor planning, back, why, Yeah, why did we just get what burgers? Were, what were we thinking? We should have ordered some huge steaks for lunch. Well, I think David would not have been able to join us because he was busy producing all the podcasts. That oh, oh that's here. right. That's yeah. right. And these things go up very quickly. Very quickly. And right now, I think the list is up to, let's see, how many do they have? One! <laughs> so, anyway... But, you know, we've got trips in the future. You know, the last time I think we didn't, I completely agree with you. We didn't take advantage. Next time, yeah, yeah. look out cows because the budget's taking the a budget's hit. The budget's taking a hit. Now, now that you are in, in Fayetteville, our next cross-state trip, we might do some shorter trips, but our next cross-state trip, we're waiting until the weather gets a little better in the spring and it warms up. But we're going to get on 412. We're going to go over to Siloam Springs and start on the Oklahoma border. And we're going to take it to where it ends, which is actually in the Boot Hill of Missouri, yeah. just east of Paragool. Just east of Paragool. So all the way across North That's Arkansas. That's going to be a great trip. Oh, it really is. It's going a to be beautiful a fun drive. Trip. Yeah. 
A lot of yeah. iconic towns and places. It's oh, really good. Bridge be. over Norfolk Lake. Yeah. I mean, it is a beautiful trip. Now, but you know, we'll have to go through. And Inbo. you've you done do it before. That, People you know. that go from Northwest Arkansas to Jonesboro or whatever. It's a long trip. It's a long trip. We're, we're taking a couple of nights, but they've uh, done a lot of passing lanes, so it's a little better. A little better. Yeah, you've made and, and the trip takes you through. That'd be in Bowden. Yes, we'll banks of the Spring River and see mother and. Can we have a sisters. little uh, little session on the back deck if the weather's nice at your mother's house? Downton Abbey tea, Imboden style. Maybe yeah. you could have that. Yeah, be fantastic. Yeah. Trains. Your, your, your brother-in-law's a noted uh, local historian. Maybe he can give a little lecture give to Give a little us. talk, absolutely. That'd be okay. fantastic. Yeah. I'll, I'll see if I can arrange that. Okay, I, I figured you could. <laughs> I figured you could. But sometimes I have people that aren't really familiar with Arkansas, and uh, I kid them because they say, now, what's my best way to— Get from northwest to northeast Arkansas. And I said, you can't. <laughs> Actually, you can. What did that used to be? It, it hadn't uh, always been 412. Was it 63 or 62? Well, they, they of course, they split there at Embo. Right, uh, right. And, and 412 goes on down to Paragould, and then 63, of course, goes on north from there. Yeah. And then, of course, they all come together at one point, And then, of course, 62 goes on up to Mammoth Spring and goes into Missouri. Oh, that's right, that right, right, right. From yeah. Hardy to Mammoth is 62, yeah. yeah. But yeah. there's there's a stretch there where it's all the same road yeah. and it's yeah. all got the same numbers on it. But you know uh, you're going to be going through. Yeah, we we will get to the split there at Embo though and take the south because we want to stay on 412 right. and say we've right. been on the same route. And we'll go through. Uh, so that'll take us through Walnut Ridge and we'll take the mm-hmm. uh, uh, the looks like the Houston the interchange great bypass, there. Yeah, the yeah, exactly. But there. you think about the places we're going then through. Then we'll hit the ridge really just outside Crowley's of uh, Paragould. Yeah. And I'll, I'll show you a little Crowley's Ridge College up there, which used to be one of the schools yes. I represented. Right. When Good I was Church of Christ folks. Arkansas Independent yeah. Colleges and Universities. Yeah. My my friend uh, Davis Matthews from Imboden, I believe his daughter played basketball. Yeah. Crowley's Ridge. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> we, of course, while we're in Paragould now, you and I have done this before, but we're going to have to go back by famed lawyer Harry Truman Moore's oh, office. Absolutely. Because his office is basically a museum, half politics and half St. Louis Cardinals, half Cardinals yeah. which, which are his loves yeah. in life, or yeah. the Cardinals and politics. Yeah, I absolutely have to do that. And it's it's right, it's in an old bank building. Old right bank building, and yeah. essentially across the street from the restaurant, we intend to. Yeah. Uh, to uh, take Isn't that a great office, though, the way fantastic. they've redone that old bank? Yeah, really. And, of course, Paragould is part of that Jonesboro economic megalopolis yeah. that's up there just booming. We uh, we stopped at that office and went through on the trip where I almost died twice. Almost died, of course. We've talked about it before. Almost died the first time when Ernest Hemingway's grandson almost shot us both <laughs> on a so-called quail hunt. Yeah, uh, so-called, yeah. Young Hemingway was not really... He couldn't handle a gun like his grandfather, Not let's at all. put it that no, way. No. Nor and, could his son. And uh, then, of course, after surviving that, my driver goes to sleep on the way back. <laughs> there, there, there were issues. We had issues. <laughs> there were real issues on that trip. Hemingway rum and cigars by 8.30 in the morning. Yes. It was a long day. Yeah. So Plus, that, frightening, afraid we were going to get killed. It was a dick so I guess I'll moment. be driving on this trip, yeah, <laughs> to Paragool. Yeah. Hopefully, this is a better trip to Paragool than <laughs> yes. the last one. Yeah. That's uh, coming up. We digressed again, Paul. Uh-huh. I, I think that's the theme of this show. Where where was I? I was oh, I was at Doe's Eat Place. Doe's Eat Place, yes. How do we get from Doe's Eat Place to Paragould? I'm not sure. Now, the original Doe's, of course, is a classic we've been to together, yes, yeah. Greenville, Mississippi, yeah. where you go through the kitchen. And uh, what happened is George Eldridge, uh, a great guy, been involved in the music business, restaurant business, 
decided there needed to be a doze in Little Rock, so he talked the Cigna family down there, the old Italian-American family that had operated that doze for years, started as a grocery store, by the way, into using the name here. And then as Bill Clinton announces for president on October 3rd of 91, over those next 13 months up to the election, it became the hangout for all the Clinton staffers. So because the Clinton staffers were all hanging out in there, all the national media who were here in Little Rock started hanging out in there, writing stories about it, and the Little Rock does suddenly became more famous than the original than the original one, in yeah. Greenville. Yeah. But still going strong. Really a great place to eat. Yeah. Just class. The back room is special. and But the food, I mean, the steaks, the Doe's way of doing steaks is really unique. And yeah, ab- absolutely. Now, next on the list, uh, we I mentioned it a little bit earlier, Keeney's Food Market of Malvern. And I actually saw you cry there, Paul. That was another one that I was going to say something about there, but I'll again yesterday in the public i didn't want to well you can't hear it's your podcast you can do what you want you know mr keeney makes his own sausage and i I told you i've been in a lifelong quest to find homemade sausage that was as good as my dad's who made it at mcleod's grocery Mm -hmm. and never could nobody's it was all just tasteless and too much fat and i'd rather have uh, tennessee pride than that (laughs) yeah yeah but we ordered this and soon as I i thought oh my goodness this is real homemade sausage. Reminded you of your dad. Reminded yeah. me of my dad. And I guess, I can't imagine that he could hear us talking, but probably did. <laughs> We're kind of loud. Yeah, kind of loud. At least I am. And someone may have given me a heads up. Anyway, he came out and talked. Well, I bet we talked for an hour. Probably an hour. Yeah. And had his uh, butcher's apron on, had the old paper, uh, <laughs> paper hat, newsman yeah. hat kind of thing, and just talked. He said, son, making sausage is an art. Mm-hmm. And I just looked <laughs> And what he said was, which is what everybody gets wrong, he said, you've got to have plenty of fat. Mm-hmm. Most people make sausage too lean. You can't, Not enough fat. Yeah. Not enough fat. And his is great. And great old big cat head biscuits and Done gravy. Done iron skillet, if you remember when they skillet. were bringing them in. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And then he also does... Um, Prime rib oh, Thursday steak nights, night, steak nights. Now he and back his wife, store. Charles and Marine Marine Kenny. It's a grocery store, but they have tables in the back. They have lived next door, basically walked, and have operated this store six days a week for more than sixty years. <laughs> the same couple. Same couple. Yeah. How deserving! I'm so glad. Just you got fantastic. Them on the list. Yeah. yeah. And and it's one of those that. You know, he's there every day. And, and most people have no idea about this when this is truly hidden. Because obviously with the store for more than 60 years, it was before there was any zoning in Malvern. Right. It is in a residential area. In a residential area, yeah. 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 There's nothing and but houses around. Just a fantastic. And, you know, Mr. Keeney's over 80. Yeah. Just going strong. Going strong. Yeah. Going strong. All right. Let's stick with the K's. Another Another place we've overeaten, come to think of it. The Great Cream Castle oh, Drive-In in Blytheville. Oh, oh, Nothing that you pull up there. It's like an, like a Sonic, just a lot older. Uh, and, and you push that button, and you order what they call in Blytheville a pig sandwich. pig sandwich. That's how you refer to a barbecue and sandwich You don't get to choose slaw, salt. No, no, you get what they give you. Which comes with slaw. Comes with slaw. Very and finely chopped. And a, and a thin sauce. style, which is, yeah, almost... Almost translucent to the sauce yeah, and yeah. vinegar based. Really good. Yeah. No credit card, so you got to have cash. That's right. That's and I right. would suggest probably don't go to the bathroom because I'm, 
It's kind of complicated it's to old. find. It. Yeah. It's an old place. But really just do a fantastic job. I mean, it's really one of the iconic barbecue places. Gosh, what a, what a town that uh, Blyville, Blyville, you think of all. I mean, they've lost a lot of population over the years, but the barbecue culture there. Because Dixie Pig is an Arkansas classic, classic. there. Uh, the only one that you can really go in and sit down. But then you've got Yanks Barbecue there. you got Benny Bob's, which Benny we Bob. tried on our last trip, and it was very good. My friend Dan Now, that was Clemmer. our second lunch of the that day because we had already yes. been to Dixie right. Pig, and we go directly there. Our old friend Ann Clemmer. Uh, who's, who's from, from Bible? Yeah. From there, she, her favorite is Benny Bob's. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I liked it. I did too. I, I, I think it. by the time we got to Benny Bob's, I was eating meat only. I couldn't yeah. choke down the. Now, unfortunately, bread. we lost pens that closed. But yeah. you, you got to experience Mr. Pen before. <laughs> you sure it closed. did. <laughs> Glad drive-through pens drive-through. Yeah, little cigarette, cigarette ash hanging off your barbecue. Yeah, scream, Doris, two jumbo pigs. <laughs> it's classic. <laughs> That was the time we had three jumbos an hour and a half. Yes, it was. Yeah, which probably is too much. I know it was in March because we were listening to the NCAA right. tournament on the radio. Sat in front I of remember. that bookstore in Blyville and ate it. Yeah, which by the way has reopened now. Yeah, different it's name, a different but, name. Yeah, but we've got an independent bookstore yeah. back downtown in Blyville. So I think another trip to Blyville. Right? Uh, it's, and we got Spend the, the Hanson Museum open at Wilson now. There you go. There, there is a trip. All right, Cream Castle, Blyville. And then down in Hot Springs, another of our favorite places, come to think of it, the Ohio Club. What a classic it is. I mean, used to a lot of the old clubs in Hot Springs, you had people when it was the bathing center of the country coming from all over. So you had like a Illinois club. and you. But the Ohio Club was the one of those old places that lasted through yeah, the decades. Still there. And yeah. uh, Mike and Donna Petty have redone it. Uh, it's better than ever. Uh, the food's great. They have live music in there. Great bar. Uh, like stepping back in time. Really Right is, across yeah. from Bathhouse Row. And when we did the announcement of the finalists, and I love this because it shows that this Hall of Fame thing is catching on and it's important to people, the Ohio Club brought their entire, entire staff. staff. Yeah. yeah. There was standing room only in this, yeah. at this event, which yeah. really surprised me. It's really, well, it's just a great place. Wonderful old bar, great cocktails, and you're right downtown in the middle of all yeah. the action at Hot Springs, the Ohio Club. And then back here at Little Rock, and I like it when we do some ethnic foods, and uh, old favorite in my family, Star of India. I mean, Sami Lyle, guy that knows everybody. You know, it's, everybody. Uh, yeah, yeah. Whether he does or not. Welcome home. He Good to see you says. again. And where have you been? What have you been and, doing? Yeah. Yeah. I, great. I haven't Indian seen food. you in a long Just time. Just great food. Great buffet. Yeah. And and then uh, you, or you can order off the menu. I, I just love. Yeah, and been there. How long has it been there, Rex? Oh gosh, I've lived back in Little Rock for almost thirty years now, and it's been around a while, which is a long time for a restaurant. So, finalist AQ Chicken House in Springdale, Fordyce Restaurant in Fordyce, Bruno's Little Italy in Little Rock, Burgess in Louisville and Little Rock, Craig's and Duvall's Bluff, Doe's in Little Rock, Keeney's in Malvern, Cream Castle of Blyville. Ohio Club of Hot Springs, Star of India of Little Rock, and you and I can personally recommend all of these places. Every one of them. Now, let me get this straight. These are finalists. Yes, yes. There were nominees, nominees yeah. but these are finalists. Yeah, you were you were calling them nominees. A little confused there. yesterday. <laughs> Actually, but did Stacy say they had 600 nominations this Over time? 600, Over yeah. Over 600 nominations. Yeah, so it shows that people care about the Arkansas food yeah. culture. Now, of course, there are people behind all of these great places, so we do a category every year called 
proprietor of the year for the Arkansas Food Hall of Fame. And, uh, again, representing different parts of the state. A uh, little, little rock heavy here, mm-hmm. but it is it is the biggest city in the state. But uh, we'll start with Cappy Peck. Of course, what a, what a great family tradition. Uh, you know, the old Hotel Sam Peck. Uh, yeah. Uh, on on Capitol Avenue, which is the Frederica, back to its original name again. But uh, when her when her grandparents had it, I before my time, but I'm told that was the place to eat uh, yeah. in uh, in in Arkansas. Uh, they were doing fine dining really before there was such a thing right. much in Little Rock. And of course, you had all of these reporters during the 1957 Little Rock Central School desegregation crisis in Little Rock and. Harry Reasoner, I, I've written columns about it and found it, uh, was asked his favorite place to eat in the country, and he said the Hotel Sam Peck in Little Rock. <laughs> really? Well, Cappy comes from a long yes, tradition. Yes. Still go, um, still go to trios and get the old uh, Peck salad there, yes, which yeah. was from the Hotel Sam Peck. But uh, Cappy Peck, uh, one of our proprietors of the year, and then let's go over to East Arkansas. You got to meet Loretta Tacker I did, yesterday. Yes, yes, from Marion. And again, we've got so many, but I think they're becoming less in this area era of chains, and that's why we need to support these places. But she's had a little place over in Marion in Crittenden County called Tacker's Shake Shack. Tacker's Shake Shack. Since 1977. And uh, she told me they're doing so well. In fact, she was there with her daughter. And said they were doing so well, they're actually expanding, building a new location. Oh, really? Yeah. Over 100 so flavors of milkshake. Yes. She said Been name one, and she'd fix and it for got you, it. basically. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, a lot of times you and I, will, if we're going to East Arkansas instead of taking I-40, or even the old road there, we'll take go 64 up, take 64, Marion, yeah. you come out at Marion. Yeah, it's much more <laughs> relaxing than I forty. Much more relaxing. Now we can get a milkshake. Yeah. Now we can. Now we know Loretta, and we'll we'll stop at the Shake Shack. Next on our list of proprietors was Peter Brave of Little Rock. Brave new restaurant, of course, has just been almost not at the top of the fine dining list in Little Rock for many years. You know, when Peter first redid at the bottom of Cantrell Hill, now. Uh, where the Red Door is, which mm-hmm. another great restaurant operated by Mark Anthony, um, Abernathy. But um, that used to be an old, you might remember, 24-hour steak and egg kitchen. Sure, I, I do remember that. When yeah. I first moved to Little Rock to work for the Arkansas Democrat in the sports department, I would get off. Sports is at night. I'd get off work midnight to 1 a.m. And I lived down there in the old Riverdale Apartments. And so I would have my meal before going home at about 1 a.m. usually, because that's when I got off work, in that old steak and egg kitchen. Many a night I would be, other than the staff, I'd be the only sober person in the building, the <laughs> only sober customer certainly at that time of morning. It was the old wine cellar. I know you wouldn't know anything no, no, about no, that, but the old clear. wine cellar was down there in Riverdale. And... Uh, uh, Drunks are not as much fun when you're sober. When you're I mean, sober, they, yeah. They're kind of annoying, actually. What was the pizza place that Drunks was are a lot there. more fun when you're drunk, I, right. I figured out. But uh, it, Shakey's Shakey's was, was a big the deal. music, yeah. In the, in the, uh, but that's where Peter first was. And so when he first went in there, I told him one night, I said, Peter, I said, I ate in here so many times that for some reason— I get this urge when I come in this building for fried eggs and hash browns. And he said, well, I can whip you some up some night. 
but it, he's over on the river and has been right for across many years the street now. was where the old steak and ale was. Yes, uh huh. And Jan and I, it was a, I don't think it was our first anniversary, but early, and we, you know, that was a very nice place, steak and ale. So we went steak and ale and had steak and potatoes and all that. And I was feeling so good about everything, I, and Sinatra was playing on the mu- the music, and I I was feeling very Frank Sinatra. So I decided. Uh, you know, back in my Navy days, Rex, I would smoke. We, yeah, we yes, smoke. Yes. Flyers, we have to smoke. And I decided, you know what? I think I want a cigarette. And so I went at vending machine, went so out of the lobby. Machine, and, cigarette machine, and I thought, yeah. well, I'll just do a camel. Did a camel non filters, took them back to the table. That tells you. <laughs> had my matches, lit that thing up, and inhaled one thing and coughed so much I had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Through the rest of the pack. Dude, well, okay, nah, maybe I won't smoke. Yeah. Oh, that is <laughs> steak and ale. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you a story about the steak and ale. Told you I lived in the Riverdale apartments. I I went to college in my hometown, so I had never lived outside of Arkadelphia. I mean, I was there from birth until age twenty two, and uh, so my parents helped me move into that apartment on a Sunday. And uh, um, my dad was, you know, old World War Two generation man, a few words, but he. They take me to Steak and Ale right down the street after we moved in to eat. Special. And I remember they get in the car to drive back to Arkadelphia. I look back now, you know, only an hour away. Not, but I remember my dad simply stuck out his hand. You know, he wasn't one to hug and kiss. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, those yeah. said, Good luck. <laughs> and got in the car, and I can remember thinking, oh, my God, I'm by myself <laughs> in the big city of Little Rock. How scary was that? Yeah, it was yeah, scary at yeah. age 22. It absolutely was, yeah. Like. He just told me good luck and drove off. I'm by myself. Does steak and ale city. even exist anymore, I wonder? I, I think there may be a handful around. Yeah, I, I had read deal. a story not long ago about uh, uh, chains that are really going away. Yeah. And I think there may be a handful. So Peter Brave's on the list. Sami Lyle, we've already talked yeah, about. Star of India, the man who knows there. everybody. And then Scott McGee of Little Rock, who, God, his, his restaurants are just, I mean, we're talking local lime. We're just talking a young man. Orange. We're talking... Heights Taco and Tamale. Mm, yes. We're talking Lost Forty. Uh, the name of the company is Yellow Rocket, and they do it right. Do they have the uh, pizza place in the Heights? Is that one of theirs? Uh, uh, oh yeah, Zaza's, yeah, Zaza's yeah, is there too. Yeah. yeah, I mean everything they do is right. Uh, really now good, his dad, yeah. Frank McGee, uh, had the original Juanitas. I mentioned Mark Abernathy together. They worked together yeah. on that. But yeah. Scott comes from a restaurant family and uh, still. Does great things. So, Cappy Peck of Little Rock, Loretta Tacker of Marion, Peter Brave of Little Rock, Sami Lyle of Little Rock, Scott McGee of Little Rock, all finalists for Proprietor of the Year. And the committee has to pick one of those people. Yes, yes. And, and, and then there are food-themed events, <laughs> which we love to go to. Indeed. And the first is the Hope Watermelon Festival. Now, they actually had representatives at the news conference, and I told them, I, I said, you know, I really think you all are retire the Hempstead County Sheriff because <laughs> he wins it every year. And they said, well, the next time you do it, the lady said, let me tell you his secret. And I said, what? And he, she said, he takes his pocket knife and cuts little slices before the contest starts into his, <laughs> into his watermelon uh-huh. where he can just do those slices off, you know, with his mouth. She said switch out 
right before you start. Switch out the pieces if you're the oh, and see, I and love see if it. he can still win I it. Love so, it. They got some inside information on the Hempstead County Sheriff now. Rex, he would get a slice of melon that was probably two feet long, huge slice. Would eat it in nine seconds. It's unreal. Even if you sliced it, that's unreal. Unbelievable. He's won it every year. He he told we've talked about this before, but he told us right that he had won so many that his wife doesn't let him let her put him up at the house anymore. <laughs> right. He has to put him up in the office. <coughs> right. Can even take awards. The, uh, unbelievable. And I hate and, and we love our governor, and I hated to call out our governor at an event, well, especially at a state office building. But I did say that uh, Governor Hutchinson was. Compared to the sheriff, was a little Pitiful. bit wimpy, frankly, when Pitiful. it came to. Uh, and who was the senator there, uh, or state rep? Or was it, yeah, I'm trying to remember. Was who it Larry was. Teague? Oh, Larry Teague, state Pitiful. senator Larry Teague. They were just pitiful. Yeah. Teague bite, didn't bite, very bite. good either. No, I can tell no, you. I, know, I know Larry real well. But, but here's the thing. Pretty wimpy. You know, these are all huge, big watermelon. I mean, these aren't the championship size, but oh, these no. are big melons. And they're delicious. Oh, they are. You can go into the and big. the slices uh, that you can buy, you and I do that, and you take them into the tent and eat them. It's enough for lunch. Those oh, are big wow. slices they sell Absolutely. you. Yeah. And now I will say this. If you've had a big breakfast mm-hmm. and then you go to the Watermelon Festival, you, you know, you need to be prepared for things that may occur. Yeah. Let me just say that. Well, I think that day, Paul, if I remember correctly, <laughs> we had breakfast at Keeney's. We ate watermelon at the Watermelon Festival. Then we went out to Williams Tavern oh, at Washington State Park yeah. and had a plate lunch. And then we wound up at the Cattlemen's in Texarkana for dinner that night. Is that not correct? I think that's right. <laughs> maybe there's maybe the fault is ours. Maybe the fault so. lies with us. Well, we've got to do our research for this show. That's true. Yeah. You know, we got to pack you know, as many restaurants as possible and into one And we've covered day. a lot of the bases for the yeah. Hall of Fame. Yeah, look here. Most of the Hope Watermelon Festival. I mean, just a classic. Ought to be on the list. Another for those of us in here in central Arkansas. And, and you, you're probably going to have to come back from Fayetteville for this one. It's the International Greek Food Festival. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. what a wonderful event. Used to be right. I could walk to it in oh, my yeah. former yeah. residence. Yeah. 30-plus 30, 30 years. Been now. there a long time. And when yeah. they first started I don't know that there was a place to get Greek food in Little Rock oh, at no. all. No. Now uh, we've got numerous. Now places, we've got numerous, yeah. but they do a wonderful job. Their baklava and their other their other sweets are that the people yeah. Plus, they've got all the dancing fantastic. and the music, and people screaming "Opa" over yeah. the PA, <laughs> and it's fun. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Yeah. Then down in Southeast Arkansas, you and I. Now this is a circuit we've got to get more on. We've done a few of them, but I call it the Catholic Spaghetti. Yeah. Supper circuit. Yeah, 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 yeah. There are a lot of Catholic spaghetti suppers, and this is a classic. Our Lady of the Lakes annual spaghetti supper down in Chico County at Lake Village. Of course, there were the Italians that came in there to work the Sunnyside Plantation. Right. So you've had Italian Americans in that area for over a hundred years, and this spaghetti supper is more than a hundred years old. That's so right. it went on the list. There's one at uh, Center is it Catholic Point. Center Ridge, yeah, Center yeah, Ridge, right outside of Center Ridge. Catholic they Point, they yeah. make all their own. They say it's just fantastic. Near Moulton, yeah. We've got to go do that one yep, too. Absolutely. But Our Lady of the Lake, Chico uh, County, on the list. And then the aforementioned Tonty Town Grape Festival. Indeed, yeah. And uh, we, we've got to get you out there stomping grapes. Rex, did that you know? That one goes back 120 years. And what I should have said yesterday, I'll save it for now, though. What I should have said is there is a tie here uh, between our previous event and this event. 
Our Lady of the Lake in Lake Village, I mentioned the Italians that came in from Sunnyside. Well, a lot of them thought, well, this is a malaria-infested swamp, which is basically what, what Chico was. County was yeah, in yeah. those days. So one of the fathers got a bunch of them. They said, we're going to go find hills that remind us of where we're from. And they found their way to Tiny Town and found yeah. a Tiny Town. Yeah. But those folks all came out of Chico County. Yeah, that's right. You know the secret ingredient of the uh, of the uh, sauce, the gravy at the Tawny Town Grape Festival, chicken gizzards. Really? They chop up chicken gizzards and cook that, that in. That actually a, sounds good. It sounds good, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. You know, I think that is a future episode for us. We're going to have to do a little more research, but I like this. The best convenience stores for livers and gizzards in Arkansas. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love some good convenience store chicken livers. You know, when, when we did our trip, our Texture Canada Fort Smith trip, the guy that was the, the plumber that helped with our hot water heater said the best place to eat in Cove or what was the little town? Yeah, there? Cove. We, Cove went we passed the place. Is the we quick stop the there? Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Tiny Town Grape Festival. And then, and I, I said this during the news conference. The next event, the last event on the list of food-themed events, this is the closest, in my opinion, in Arkansas that you can come to the atmosphere that you would find on Bourbon Street on Fat <laughs> Tuesday in New Orleans, and that is the World Championship Duck Gumbo Cook-Off. Yeah, yeah. Those teams come from all over the state. They get there about 5, 6 a.m., and... Uh, does How it, shall I put this? They drink something a little stronger than coffee starting at 5 or 6 a.m., and it is a wild party. But Does this sort of kick off duck season? Is that the way it is Well, it's, it's Thanksgiving going. weekend. It's, so it's part of the yeah. Wings Over the Prairie Festival yeah. at, at Stuttgart, along with the World Championship Duck Calling Contest. But Duck Gumbo is on the list. Now, Rex, can you uh, can you call ducks with a duck call? Are you a duck caller? Um, I, I've tried calling ducks before, and I'm not very good. I, if I go duck hunting, I let somebody else do the well, calling. Well, I, I made the comment at the news conference yesterday and uh, tr trying to inject a little humor. Uh, evidently, it went over everyone's Which head. Which doesn't work sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it doesn't work. But we I, both try. I asked you if at the gumbo, do, they, do you have to bring your own quackers? Which <laughs> I thought was, you know, I thought it was kind of cute. And they just all stared at me like, no, I don't think so. Yeah. So it's that bad. Went, that, that went over as bad as well as your elephant speech at the <laughs> Arkansas Historical <laughs> Association annual meeting last spring. Which it turns out I may have to amend it. Someone from Inmode said it wasn't an elephant, it was a polar bear. So <laughs> may have to amend that. Well, One are of the there two. not old copies of those art journals or something we can dig up and find evidence well, of what it really was? I'm in the middle of my research on that. All right. So, uh, Here's to all of those events, the Hope Watermelon Festival, the International Greek Food Festival at Little Rock, Our Lady of the Lake Church's annual spaghetti dinner at Lake Village, the Tonti Town Grape Festival, and the World Championship Duck Gumbo Cook-Off in Stuttgart. Now, now, Rex, one of the things I'm worried about, you know, there are, there are restaurants by the thousands in Arkansas. We're never going to run out of restaurants good because we're going to keep trying to say we every restaurant has a person we're never going to run out of proprietors but i think there is a limit to food themed events festivals yeah and i'm worried that next couple of years it's going to be dinner at ain't beulah's because <laughs> we've yeah. just given them to everything now there's there's some good ones i mentioned purple lp it wasn't even nominated was it we i mean we got to get oh, that on the we've list we've got to correct that yeah we which reminds me, you know, one of the reasons we moved to Fayetteville, we, we now have a new grandson, our second one. Yes, number Cameron two. Cameron Wright Austin. And uh, his mother, the lovely Candace, uh, 
while Candace was born in Fayetteville, she was raised in Virginia, an East Coast person. And she says aunt, so-and-so's and aunt. And she probably says oot and boot, doesn't she, she, like my cousin from Richmond. And yeah. we are determined to not have Wyatt and Cameron grow up saying aunt. It's, uh-huh. She said, well, what is it? I said, well, you refer to someone as your aunt, but if you're talking to your aunt, you say ain't. Yeah. Aunt Vera, let's go to Aunt Vera's house. Aunt Vera, we're coming to your house. And I was thinking the other day, I heard obviously from out of state a, a sports reporter who was talking about a tournament. We have tournaments in Arkansas. <laughs> tournament, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tournament. We have yeah. basketball tournaments. Tournament. Exactly right. Not T-E-R. tournaments. Right. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what that is, but we Not. don't have them in Arkansas. No. All right. We added a category our second year called Gone But Not Forgotten because there's so many places we loved. And top on that list, these places all bring a tear to my eye here, Paul. Yeah. Clappenbach Bakery of Fordyce. Mm. Oh, man, that was good. Opened in 1975, lived on until 2011, and I could never go that direction. El Dorado, wherever I was going, Melissa would always make me stop. She loved their raisin bread from yes, there. Yes, And she said, you've got to drive into downtown Fordyce and get me some bread from Clappenbach. Walk in there and smell that bread. Just, oh, oh my goodness. Oh, so, gone but not forgotten. And that's interesting in that we got the Fordyce on the restaurant list, Kloppenbach on the gone but not forgotten. Now, that's two. It just hit me from that little town of Fordyce. That's right. Fordyce a neat little place. A couple of thousand. What's the population of Fordyce? Yeah, it's a few thousand. thousand. Yeah. 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 Now, next, let's go back to Tiny Town. Next is Mary Maestri's. Yes, and, famous. Uh, Venetian is still going, thank goodness. But Mary Maestri's gone. It uh, moved into Springdale later, but it was yeah. Tiny Town for years. Right. And uh, that was a real loss. Another great yeah, old Italian Just a place. great place, yeah. Iconic family up yeah. there. She York. actually began serving in her home, Paul, in 1923. And uh, wow. just legendary recipes. Now, great place here in Little Rock that people of our age will remember, and that's the old La Scala Italian restaurant, yes, right. which made the list. Yeah. Wally Geringer and uh, a lot of well-known chefs made their way through that kitchen. It was right next door to is my... Uh, father-in-law from New York City would say, right next door to the afterthoughts. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah the afterthought. Yeah. Uh, known for some yeah, La Scala. great music. Great yeah. place, yeah. Yeah, yeah, miss, miss it. Now, next on the list, and Paul, I actually did think I saw you wipe a tear <laughs> yesterday because it's a place you and I have been many times together. Uncle John's Uncle of Crawfordsville, yeah. which burned down last just year. A, just a crying shame. They're not going to... No, back up. Doesn't, doesn't appear they are. The eminent historian. But the Marconi family, John and Lucille Mar- yeah. Marconi, opened it in an old, probably 1800s probably, building yeah. downtown back in 1984. Not a whole lot going on in downtown Crawfordsville. <laughs> no, they're not. Uncle John was But a it had over a 30-year run there. Noted and his- those were family Italian restaurants. Oh, classic. From the Marconi family. Yeah. And noted historian Tom DeBlack is a real uh, bread pudding aficionado, and he said it's the best bread pudding outside of New Orleans. Yeah. The best. It's really good. Just a crying shame. It's one of these that you think somebody's going to, with the recipes, it won't be the same, but got to keep that going. I can remember messaging you almost like you do when when a friend passes away to tell you the day I'd heard it had (laughs) burned down. Can't be true. (laughs) Not Uncle John's. Uh, Uncle John's actually on on the list. was around from 84 until, was it earlier this year or last year? Last year, I, I guess. I think it was last year, man. Well, yeah. At, uh, rest, rest in peace, Uncle John's. And then a place you hear so 
much about is the shack and barbecue uh, barbecue in Little Rock. Now, a lot of people say we've still got their recipe and all. I, I don't know what's true, yeah, but the shack was just such a noted location. I can remember when I was in uh, when I was in Washington in the eighties. I would come back to Little Rock during the August recess because it was dead in Washington. But I would work a couple of those weeks, so I'd always try to do find some political angle to do. So we had a little Sunday magazine back then, and I decided to do a magazine piece on Orville Faubus, who was still around at the time. Mm-hmm. What's he up to? Well, he wanted me to meet him at the shack, and I bet we spent three hours there. And of course, everybody knew Faubus in yeah, there, course, all the regulars. Yeah, yeah. And that's when it was at Third and Victory, right down by the state right. capitol. Then. And I remember, I, I got here in time to... S- to go there mm-hmm. for third in victory. Yeah. But just uh, three or four of the other barbecue places in Little Rock all came from that family tree of yeah. the shack. Yeah. Is it JR's, JB's? What's that one out in Southwest off Lancaster? JB's or JR's or whatever that yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, I think that was a shack family tree somehow. Right. Now, now we could not put. Uh, talking about places burning down, we could not put on the gone but not forgotten category Cottoms because they still have their location at 3rd and Victory. Right. But we lost the original. The original right? Scott, one. a lot of us wanted to put that on there. And it's not coming back. Nope, it's not. Yeah. What a, what a classic it classic was. Classic yeah. Talk about memories, Paul, and those of us of a certain age. 3rd and Victory, where Cottoms is now, that was one of the first TGI Fridays. Yes. In the country. It started in Dallas, and uh, I read a story not long ago. It was like the fourth or fifth. I think it was the first one outside of Texas was in Little Rock, and that was really, that came along, then Bennigan's came along, yeah. but going back to the old 70s term, kind of the original Fern Bar That's exactly in Little right. Rock. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a hot hangout, wasn't it? Fridays I went to a TGI and- Fridays at Overton Square in Memphis. Oh, yeah, I remember that one, 70s. too. Yeah. I remember that one, that too. Was a- Hopping place then. Yeah. Very new and very chic. Yeah. You know, Overton Square has made a comeback. That's what I understand. It's Memphis hot is making a comeback. It, oh, it really has. There's like $4 billion in construction yeah. Yeah. going on. I was reading the story. Little Rock needs to pay attention. Though. Yeah. Yeah, they do. So, gone, but certainly not forgotten. Klappenbach Bakery of Fordyce, Mary Maestries of Springdale, La Scala of Little Rock, Uncle John's of Crawfordsville, and the shack of Little Rock. Now, we, we're going to have to determine on this cross-country Arkansas trip we're going to make yeah. in the spring where we're going to eat. What I thought when we I'll, – I'll stay at your place in Fayetteville, yes. and we'll leave early on a Monday morning. We've got to work our way over to the Oklahoma border. So I thought we'd probably go into the casino on the border there to help the start the trip. Yeah, right. you can help the Cherokees right. out. Right. And then we can go to downtown Salem Springs, which is a great downtown, great by the way. Wonderful restaurants there. And that way we decades. can stall long enough that we can have an early lunch at uh, Venetian Inn. Get the half Nelson. Yeah. Or the full Nelson. Yeah, go to Tiny Town yeah. and have an early lunch. Then we're eventually going to work our way all the way to Mountain Home that night. And so I think we have to go down to Gaston's, to eat which Gaston's, is known for yeah. trout fishing. But I can tell you they've got a great restaurant, great restaurant that overlooks yeah. the white. Another River iconic there. place. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we got to go to Gaston's, and then the next day we'll make that long haul with a stop in Imboden, of course. Indeed, indeed. From Mountain Home all the way to Paragould, and there's some good places in Paragould. You know, there's where a great breakfast night. place. We may not be able to pull this off in Ash Flat. Uh, I'm forgetting the name. Beecham's. Beecham's just fantastic. I've been there. Been there. 
famous for their biscuits and gravy. Just yeah. wonderful. We, uh, I, I used to, uh, one of my buddies, you've heard me talk about my buddy Bubba before, uh, till we both got too old and fat to sit in a canoe all day, but we used to have a guide. He was good. He had worked for years for the Arkansas Department of Parks and Tourism. A guy named Dennis Whiteside lives up in Missouri now, but he knew every Ozark stream. And so yeah. we would pick a different great smallmouth bass stream and fish with him for two full days every year. And we fished the South Fork of the spring sure, forever. Right. Uh, and, and stayed in that area and ate breakfast both mornings before yeah. we went fishing early at Meacham's is where we Goes, did that Ends breakfast. up in Cherokee Village. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where we ended the trip. Yeah, yeah. We, we started up in Missouri the first day oh. and did that a route down into Arkansas, and then we worked our way down to Cherokee Village the second day. Well, we, we won't have time, and it's too far off the trail, but we're not that far from Mammoth Springs and the very interesting uh, German restaurant. German restaurant, <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, where I told you the lady, I said, a friend of mine, suggested this to me and she says she's got a very thick accent of course and said did he tell you how mean i am <laughs> and of course she says not german we're bavarian barbarian yeah. yes yeah and it's good and it there's, there's good. a couple yeah. good catfish places yeah. too there's a fred's catfish there and there's woods uh riverview Ooh, yeah. there yeah mammoth springs got at least three good there's places a lot going too. on and uh you know we're not again we're close but probably too far to Go to the Mennonite store at Dalton, which is yes. fantastic. Mother got me a big loaf of the bread they make there for oh, Christmas. Just sounds good. Fantastic. In fact, one of the things, you know, I talked about the food theme events. I think maybe next year I'll nominate uh, my mother's uh, Christmas party. She always has an international-themed Christmas party. I think that's maybe eligible at some point. <laughs> may, may need to be on the list. All right, well, we'll we'll catch you the next time we do this from the back deck in Imboden. Why don't we record there? I think that's a that great be? idea. Now, I mean, Chewing the fat chewing coming the fat. to you from Imboden. <laughs> that's right. Now, I would say this, those that are uh, podcast aficionados, better get listening to these quick because they're dropping like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and there are thousands of them out there that are waiting for the next one. Thank goodness for the Central Arkansas Library System, as our old friend calls it, the bulwark of democracy. There you go. Well, I'm hungry. Let's go eat. Let's go eat. You've been listening to the Chewing the Fat podcast with Rex and Paul, a production of the Central Arkansas Library System. For more information, please visit cows.org or butlercenter.org. Join us next time for more Arkansas food, festivals, and folks.